Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. It is Sunday, August 29th, and this is your weekly forecast. So this is a full week. And, um, you know, astrologically, when the sun moves from one sign to the next, we feel that shift. Regardless of astrology, we do always feel that shift as modern uh, individuals when the calendar flips. Something about the August flip into September is palpable within us. And it is, I believe, often very influenced by Virgo. Um, <clears throat> that last week in August always feels very Virgo. And we start to turn our attentions in very Virgo ways. However, when we flip the calendar, there is an obvious attention to the fact that summer's gone. Right. And whether that is true with weather, we're not really talking about weather, even though the meteorological fall begins September 1st, that's that. But there's something about turning towards the winter that just starts to happen with September 1st. We are in the U.S., right? Not all of us are in the U.S., but those of us that are in the U.S., we now have the, the time-honored tradition, Labor Day is coming, school returns, all of these things. It's just whether or not it's hot or humid or warm or cold or whatever, we are now back to business, right? That's how the country feels. And I know elsewhere in the world, it can feel very similar. Um, one of the things as we start to turn the calendar we have this energy of, well, not yet, right? And so that's what we start the week off of. Um, the energy of not yet, not so close. Um, there may be many of us that feel like we couldn't get out of August 2021 fast enough. And um, too bad, so sad. There's, there's much work to be done. <clears throat> the first two days of this week could feel um, some of the channeled messages that I was getting regarding this week is just that it is going to go out with a bang, right? We, it held a blue moon and that blue moon is not completely done. Um, we feel the effects of that moon, you know, three to five days in either direction, but the blue moons, I feel like they do some psychological, we joke in this house, everyone's gamers, right? So we'll say I took psychological damage. Um, or I took physical damage with that one. And we kind of joke about it in video game terminology, but there was some psychic damage with, with uh, this blue moon where it really forced us to think pretty forward um, for humanity. I felt like that came up for almost every single person I talked to all of my private sessions. There was a, where does my life fit into the greater scope of humanity's trajectory, right? And there was a lot of that coming up for a lot of people that's not done. So we, on Monday, the 30th, we are going to be the least activated that we will have been all month. So what I mean by that is that the moon, which impacts our emotions and the watery cells within our, within our bodies very intensely, the moon will be furthest from earth that it will be all month long. So we will have a little bit of break in intensity as we are waning anyway, towards the new moon on the sixth. So we're about a week away. It's the third quarter moon. And so we have, um, much to be done in that regard, as far as, um, 
in regards to just what comes up during the third quarter moon, right? And and let's just take a moment because I feel like this 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 third quarter moon is especially significant as it will be occurring while conjunct the North Node and conjunct the um, asteroid Ceres. And so it has become some somewhat of a focal point for me for the last couple of weeks, kind of seeing where this third quarter moon would go, um, especially those of you who do spiral. Um, this was part of significant part of the planning for um, the sun in Virgo ritual, why I wanted to focus so much on that sun in Virgo movement was because Virgo always gives us a great moment of reset and a great idea of where we are logistically in our lives and connecting with that sun and Virgo energy can help align us in a way that whatever comes, um, we can handle. And I felt like this last week, the last two days of August moving into September could unearth quite a bit. And I felt like having a strong connection to the sun and Virgo was going to help us move through this last weekend with the moon conjunct Uranus retrograde in Taurus, and then into the moon conjunct, the third quarter moon conjunct North node and Ceres in Gemini, because it feels real impactful for our inner lives and the things that we need in order to move forward and thrive. So when we talk about the third quarter moon, just for everyone that's new, just a real quick reminder, the third quarter moon is the halfway point between that full manifestation, impactful, heightened illumination of the full moon and the new moon, the rooting of our intentions for the next lunar cycle. So it's an in-between phase. It's like the halvesies, right? Halfway away from the full moon, halfway towards that new moon. And so on the full moon, we work on manifestation as the illumination builds. And then we work on banishing and letting go of what doesn't serve us as that moon clicks and starts to wane. Third quarter moon energy is always going to have some sort of a regrouping type of energy. So if the full moon is when you get all the clothes out of your closet and take them to the curb or to Salvation Army or wherever you take your clothes and you get them out of your house. The third quarter moon is coming back in and looking at your closet and sort of getting an idea of what's here, right? So everything's out, everything's gone. Now, now you're like, okay, what's here? I've got a lot of black leggings, right? Like what can I wear with black leggings? It's kind of like, is this what I want to project into the world? Is, what is left here in this closet? And is this what I want? So what's left after you use the full moon to banish anger and um, busyness and control issues? What's left? What's left of you after your full moon ritual? What is here? And is it good? And do you like it? Right? What is up with your calendar? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you tired? Have you been eating? Have you been moving? Have you been connecting with nature? What, what are you, who are you? Right. And we have the Uranus retrograde that happened last. Well, the Uranus retrograde is still happening, but the moon conjunct Uranus retrograde in Taurus that just happened over the weekend really brought some revolutionary energy to the inner worlds of us. Who am I individually? Who am I as an individual in this world? What am I building my life upon? Right. And so now I'm sitting here asking you, who are you? Do you like you? Right. There's that meme. Who cares if people like you, do you like you, right? Are you, who are you in this 
sphere, right? And that's the third quarter moon energy that's up for us, but it's also conjunct the North node. So it's up for everybody. The North node is, is the, the energy driving all of humanity forward, right? And that's Gemini. And technically Sagittarius does this better, right? Arguably. So we have to really kind of move with Gemini going, "Mm, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? You know, or, oh, you know, I think this could be a great idea. And you're like, oh, so should we do that? Well, I don't know, because this is also a great idea. And so Gemini is not necessarily a fearless leader. It's more like a, um, you know, a, a Dr. Whovian type energy of, yeah, sure. Let's try it. You know? And so this is kind of all coming up in us as we're trying to figure ourselves out. We're not necessarily under really strong leadership with this North node energy. And so as we move in our paths and as we connect to our personal, um, journeys through the lunar cycle, we also have all of this other stuff all of these other influences kind of driving where we're all going. And, and Monday in particular feels kind of big. We have the sun trine Uranus retrograde and Taurus illuminating some of that stuff that the moon just kind of brought up in us. We have Mercury moving into Libra where now Mercury is going to be interacting all through Libra and then go retrograde. And we're going to be in Libra till November 5th. Lots of harmonizing. Um, I keep joking, harmony seasons here. Good luck, right? It's like barter season. Um, trying to figure out where you fit and is this a win-win and how who's gonna lose and what do I have to give up and what can I contribute? What can I sweeten the deal with, right? How can I make this feel good for everyone? And this is a lot of third quarter moon energy. What can I bring into my wardrobe that'll make me feel like me, right? We're using this metaphor, right? You don't actually need new clothes. Although it is a good time for it. Um, how can I bring more of me out? What of me is left? What do I need to nurture more? How can I, how can I show off more of who I am, right? With what I'm working with here after all the banishing that I did, what is no longer serving me here in my life? I'm willing to let these things go. I want to focus on, you know, this is a good time for gratitude journaling, journaling. I'm, and this is the time for planning of the self-care that will become so needed as we get closer to this new moon in Virgo. So Monday is a big day. It's just going to feel big. It, you're going to feel like you are really starting to want to figure things out. It's not just the flipping of the calendar. It is an actual astrological impact. We also have the moon trine Mercury now in Libra. We have the moon trine Saturn retrograde, right? And (laughs) that is like the whole, like the whole of the astrological happenings are literally asking you, what do you want for the future and how can we build it first within you, right? What do you actually want? Because we're going to start within you. Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, Jupiter retrograde in Aquarius, that Aquarian energy wants to revolutionize, right? And wants to, wants to get up and out of you and get outside of the box, right? And, and be free and, and 
be an individual and not be in a box that somebody put you in. And so all of these things are really, really interesting. And, and we all, this all kicked off around the winter solstice when we had the, the gray conjunction, right. In Aquarius. So, um, we have a lot of that kind of reminiscent energy happening. So we are working on harmonizing. We're working on, on bartering. Then midweek, you have to start working on meditation. Um, you may want to start a joy list this week. Third quarter moon is always a great time to start a joy list. It's always a great time to do gratitude journaling. Um, you want to on Wednesday though, be sure for certain that you are meditating, right? Like even if it's five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, doesn't have to be showy. There doesn't have to be all the candles and soft meditation pillows and perfect lighting and petite cloth, right? It just can be you alone on your bathroom floor for five minutes, set a timer, sit calm, relax your jaw, drop your shoulders, breathe deeply, maybe count your breaths, right? Take a deep breath in, slow exhale out. A cycle of three breaths can be a meditation, a centering, a remembering. Look at us all here meditating together just out of nowhere. No preparation. Relaxing your jaw. Feeling the weight of your body. Feeling your heartbeat. And then we can just return to our day and go about our business and start thinking again. But just no matter what you're doing, make sure you're taking those little moments. Put an alarm in your phone every four hours, drop into your body, right? It will be very important. We've got some activations coming coming from Saturn. We have the increasingly darkening energy of the moon. Remember that as we build towards the new moon or build towards as we wane towards the new moon, it's like when we're going to low battery mode with our phone, we don't turn off our phone. Well, if you have an iPhone, you don't have to turn off your phone when you go into low battery mode. It just shuts off all the background stuff, all the background communications to apps you're not using, all the background energy that's being trickling out all the time, just turns all that off, just focuses the energy on the necessities, making sure you can make a phone call, making sure you can receive a text, just open to the important bigger things and not so open to all the extraneous connections. Same concept. This is what we're working on midweek. Um, and the reason why it's going to be very important is that Thursday comes and there is a peak energy of the Mars opposite Neptune retrograde. This is going to feel, see where it's happening in your chart. First of all, you want to look at your birth chart, um, see where, you know, and this is Thursday, September 2nd, that you'll be looking at astro future is great for this because you can scroll to the future dates, Um, and you want to look, where is this happening, right? The Mars opposite Neptune retrograde in Pisces, um, because also Pallas Athene is over there with Neptune retrograde in Pisces. And so Mars and this opposite each other is going to come into a little bit of a little bit of a just some energy, right? Mars is in Virgo, strategizing, wanting to make lists, wanting to do things, and then just getting sucked into the underworld, right? 
just feeling like you're completely at odds with the spiritual water with, with, with it within what you swim, right? All that imagination, the psychic abilities, all of the deep anti-ego parts of your soul, right? Really triggering up against Mars over there in Virgo wants to make a list. And meanwhile, you're laying in a puddle in a thunderstorm with just water pelting your face. And Mars is like, get up, come on, we got things to do. It's just going to feel kind of like, who am I? What am I here for? And then Mars is going to be like, you got to clean out your fridge and you got to get that meeting at two o'clock. And you're just over there. Like, I can't even feel my face. So like it could get real wild and you could feel a lot of spiritual reckoning, right? Maybe on Thursday you realize, oh my God, I haven't been doing anything to make my life better. And now it's like this. And I don't like how it feels, but I haven't been doing anything. And Mars is going to be over in Virgo. Like you haven't meditated in 6.4 days. And the last time you meditated was for three minutes and then you lost your ish on so-and-so and so-and-so and and you haven't been sleeping and you drink too much coffee, you know, and you're over there like, but it feels so bad. Right. And so it could just feel like that all Thursday, Friday, even into the weekend, but I'm going to paint a picture because it could feel a little bit better. Right. (laughs) That's if you plan for it. So take the third quarter moon very seriously. What isn't serving me? What am I doing? Work with Mars, work with Mars and Virgo before it gets up against and triggered against intense with Neptune retrograde work with it first where be honest with yourself. Are you drinking too much coffee? Are you watching too much TV? Are you looking at Instagram too much? Are you talking about people too much? Are you thinking about people too much? Are you too up in other people's businesses? If you are more worried about other people than you are yourself, you're off track, right? Bring it back into your circle of influence. You are who you control. Who are you? What are you doing? How are your habits? How are you functioning? Where is your brain sauce flowing, right? Like you really want to bring it all the way in early on in the week. Start that gratitude list. Start that joy list. Get working on your joy list, right? Don't just make one, do one, right? Make sure you're doing the joy list. Write down every single thing that brings you joy, whether it's having a hot cup of coffee before no one talks to me or writing in my journal for 10 minutes a day or, or watching the birds at the bird feeder or standing in the grass and looking at the moon or whatever brings you joy, put it all on the list and do two of those things a day minimum. Then by the time you get to Thursday and all this wonky energy kind of hits, you'll be like, yeah, but that's, that's pretty true though. You won't be shocked by it. You're like, oh yeah, no, I know. Yep. I'm feeling off today because I've been drinking too much coffee and I haven't been doing my afternoon meditation or, you know, you'll have a little bit more of an idea of what might come up come Thursday. So really allow yourself to work with that Mars and Virgo energy through the week before it hits that really intense opposition on Thursday. Um, And really work with your spiritual awareness before the Neptune retrograde is opposite Mars, right? And Virgo, how are you feeling spiritually? Are you tired, right? Like after such a long public health discourse and, and arguing and all the politics and all the things like how, how confident are you in your spiritual practice? How aware do you even want to be? Sometimes it's hard to be an awakened person that sees everyone's role in life and you might feel exhausted. That's the kind of stuff that's going to come up on Thursday and Friday. Um, 
you know, and then on Saturday, we get a little bit more structured to our communications. We have Mercury trine Saturn and the weekend will start to flow a little bit, um, a little bit more streamlined, not easier, but more streamlined because our new moon in Virgo is next Monday, right? So come Saturday, we're going to be a little bit more structured than our thought processes and our life path energies will be coming a little bit more into some focus and we'll have a little bit more clarity, but this week could, could get a little wild, especially if you're not paying attention, look at where, right? Look at where this third quarter moon happens. What house is it happening in for you personally? And then look on Thursday, this Mars opposite Neptune retrograde, what house is that happening in for you? And, and kind of journal out, you know, what you know to be true about those things now. Um, and then kind of reflect on that throughout the week. Everyone should be working on gratitude. Everyone should be working on joy. Everyone should be looking at their closets, their metaphorical closets. What did you get rid of on the full moon? What do you need more of to fill the closet back up so that you feel like it is reflective of who you are as a human being and who you want to be going forward in life? And um, I will talk to you guys all in Discord and we will see you soon. Have a beautiful week.